Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. We have a very special guest today. We have Miss Ali Ingram, who is actually one of the Crowning Moment podcast interview overall winners for the America's Ideal Miss North Carolina, South Carolina pageant this past October. And I've been waiting for this episode. She's gearing up to go to nationals. So let's go ahead and bring Miss Ali Ingram in to the conversation. Hello, Ali. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Absolutely. All right. So, Ali, I know you very well, but I want the listener to get to know a little bit more about you. So tell them a little bit about yourself. Of course. Well, again, my name is Ali Ingram. I'm your America's Ideal Miss North Carolina teen, and I'm really excited. Nationals is coming up so soon, but I'm 16 years old. I've been really busy recently. I just got my first job, which is really exciting, and obviously just preparing for Nationals and also working with my Buddy Bench Project, which is my platform. So I've been really busy, but I can't wait for you all to get to know me a little bit better. Absolutely. And so let's go ahead and jump into it. You're getting ready to go to nationals. What has that preparation been like for you? It's been so much fun. I love a good pageant prep because it's something that I can look forward to and something that I can work towards. So for me, one of my biggest steps so far has been with fitness. And fitness is not a required competition at America's Ideal Miss, but it's an optional. But it's something that's more for my mental state. So I'm someone who, if I can push myself, whether it be physically or you know mentally, I am just that much better. So working through that has definitely helped me a lot, kind of getting that mindset for nationals and feel ready but I've also just been you know doing the same old same old whether it be walking around in my living room with my heels on I'm probably looking crazy at nighttime but that's okay (laughs) or you know just doing interview lessons and kind of doing things like this where I just get to talk to really cool people has definitely been preparing me that is super exciting. And like you said, the fitness competition is not required at America's Ideal Miss, but it is one that I think is very interesting because one, they don't allow, especially for the swimsuit portion, to let anyone else in. So it gives those girls that moment to get on stage and really strut their stuff and just be confident in themselves and not have to worry about any sort of outside noise, which I think is truly amazing because I know at that age, especially being a teen in the Miss age, those are some really t- like really hard times that you have especially just there's all sorts of things going through with body and changing and you know growing into womanhood so I really do appreciate that and I'm really proud of you for pushing yourself out of the box that's such an amazing thing at your age definitely to see that motivation and dedication to yourself is truly amazing but I want to ask you about your actual you know required mandatory parts of competition what have you been doing to get yourself prepared other than you know doing interviews like this um, for the interview portion because it is very important I'm someone who loves a good interview, mostly because I'm such a people person. So I just love to talk. And so interview is something that I really enjoy. But I've just been preparing myself through, first of all, I love to listen to podcasts. That's something that I do regularly. So this is going to sound crazy, but sometimes I just pretend I'm on a podcast, whether I'm driving in my car or, you know, I'm in the shower, I'll be talking to imaginary people. (laughs) But it really helps me just kind of work through my mental processes and kind of warm myself up. And I think one of the best preparations for a pageant interview is a job interview. And I didn't know that until recently, but I got interviewed for my first job at the YMCA and I did get it. So I'm really excited, but that was definitely helpful. Not only did pageants prepare me for that job interview and to kind of be able to connect with people, but that definitely has prepared me for pageants as well, because I know how to kind of be professional and handle myself in that situation. 
That's super exciting. So tell us, how are you handling having this new job and doing your pageant prep for nationals? It's a lot, but I'm also somebody who thrives by having something to do at all times. I am definitely a go-getter. I'm someone who loves being on the go all the time. So it's definitely worked out. I'm also, I try to plan my very best. And so if I can plan my hours, you know, this much time is spent towards training, this much time is spent towards pageant prep. It definitely helps me, but I've been loving every minute of it. I love being busy and having that schedule. With the America's Ideal System, this is your first time competing. So what really brought you into this system? There are so many opportunities. I mean, first of all, the prize package is amazing. So that's definitely. Yes. But also just the opportunities of getting to meet people like Sherry Hill. I know we went to the Atlanta kind of ideal miss gathering. We were all able to learn about nationals and get to meet everybody. So that was super fun. But I think that ideal miss is truly devoted to helping each and every girl succeed. And so that's something that I saw, even with this being a really new system, just from the outside, having, you know, friends compete in the system or even watching through social media, I knew that was definitely where I belonged. And hopefully I'm being a good brand ambassador for my state and hopefully on the national level as well. Absolutely. And I do think that you have taken on that role amazingly already with, you know, having those qualities of going into the national pageant. And I want to ask you, you know, what does it really take to be a national title holder? It's a big responsibility, but honestly, I'm someone who tries to teach or tries to take each and every step of the way as kind of the big deal and as the big thing, because obviously you work so hard for each and every step. So for the state title, I've been trying to just make the most of it because I know how hard I worked at my state pageant. And I'm just going to do the same thing for nationals. I'm going to remember how much time and effort I really put into preparing and trying to be that good person, not only as a title holder, but also just as Allie. So hopefully that whenever I get to nationals, I am prepared, you know, not only to be that national title holder, but also to be that kind competitor and someone that you're backstage with. And hopefully I can help the girls around me and just show that that preparation has helped me not only, again, as a competitor, but also just as a person. So going to nationals, let's forget about all the actual things, the competition part. What are you most excited for of all the extra activities that you get to do at the national pageant? That's a really good question. I think that there's so much stuff to do at nationals and there's so much fun to be had, which I'm really excited about. But I'm just looking forward to all the parties. I know that's a basic answer, but we had a pajama party at state and it was so much fun. And I just got to kind of be myself and just be around everybody. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's so helpful for me to have, again, just that social aspect, being a people person. I need to be able to bond with the people around me and have those good times, especially whenever you are ultimately at a competition. It's good to kind of take yourself away from that mindset and be able to bond with everybody around you. So I can't wait for those parties. I'm going to be dancing like a crazy person, but it's going to be so much fun. And you mentioned that your platform has to do with the buddy benches. So tell us a little bit more about how you came to be with this platform. When I was younger in elementary school, it was a little bit hard for me to kind of make friends on the playground. I've always been outgoing, but exclusion was really kind of running rampant at my school. So it was something that I had to deal with. 
And I really just wanted to be able to help other people like me. So whenever I was 10, I was really young, but I started working with the Buddy Bench Project and I've been able to place over 10 Buddy Benches around the United States so far, which is really exciting. And I've also, one of the most rewarding parts is not the numbers, but seeing that it actually works. So I've had teachers at those schools where I place Buddy Benches, you know, text me afterwards and show me pictures of students who have made friends on the Buddy Benches and stories of how they've actually worked. So that's definitely been the most rewarding part. And it's the reason that I keep going today. And one of my goals is actually to hopefully get a buddy bench in every single state in the United States. I haven't set a time limit yet, but that's the ultimate goal. So with these buddy benches, how can someone contribute to the making of or getting one for their school? There are a bunch of different ways to get involved. So one of my favorite things to do is do different fundraisers and you can get really creative with this, but you can do a fundraiser and raise money and then contact someone at this school or at a school near you. And you're able to most of the time get in pretty easily and place the bench, whether it be on the playground or the library or anywhere the students are gonna be kind of gathered together. And then if you want to help in not a smaller way because they're all great ways to help, but just in a way that seems less intimidating, you can contact someone who you know is trying to get a buddy bench, whether it be me or I know there are a bunch of different girls, especially within the pageant community that do love to do some buddy benches. So you can definitely kind of reach out to different people. I'm always open my DMs, my mom's Facebook, my Facebook. You can reach us pretty much anywhere and we would love to help you kind of help out with that. And I've also created a playground playbook, which is a guide on how anyone can place a buddy bench in their school or help out with it. So if you guys want the link to that, I'm going to put it in my Instagram bio so that everybody can have it and you can get involved right away. That is super exciting. Okay, so when we're talking about all of these buddy benches, and I know you mentioned, you know, it was very difficult to, you know, make friends at such a young age in elementary schools. What are you going into these schools and telling these kids of like explaining to them, you know, how to use this bench and what can really do for them to make their friends? I think one of the biggest ways that I've been able to grow my public speaking skills is through elementary school students, which sounds crazy because you wouldn't think they'd be intimidating. But whenever I present the benches, I love to do whole school assemblies. So it's hundreds of kids in front of me and it can be intimidating at times, but it's just really rewarding to get to kind of tell them about them. So one of my favorite things to teach them are different acronyms that they can remember to help them to be kind and to be conscious about what they're saying to other people. And then whenever I present the actual bench, I give them instructions. So we either go to the teachers and ask them to assign different people throughout the class who are kind of the leaders for the buddy bench. And they're always looking at the bench and making sure, kind of checking in if anybody's there. And then they're the assigned student to go help that person out and be their buddy. Or we have just kind of a whole school system where if you see somebody on the bench, you step up and you go help them. And then obviously if the student is feeling alone or excluded or bullied, they go to the bench and that signals to the other students that they need someone to talk to. So I think it's a pretty cool system and I definitely would have loved to have it whenever I was in elementary school. But I'm really happy to say that every elementary school that feeds into my high school has a buddy bench placed by me. So I'm very proud of that and hopefully it's helping those kids there. 
That is truly amazing. And this is something that I, you know, I'm not new to the buddy benches. I've worked with a lot of many little ones out there that do have this as their platform or a part of their platform in some way. And I just really appreciate you, especially being able to put one in all of those elementary schools. I know for those schools is very grateful for them to have those because it really is such a trying time in this day and age of, you know, between social media and kids so young, just not understanding with COVID, they don't really know how to have those communication skills anymore. So being being able to show them in actions rather than having to use their words all the time. I think it's just such a great way for kids to be able to get connected. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a little bit more in pageant land. So tell us, you're getting ready to go to nationals. What do you think is going to be your number one thing, you know, either motivation wise or even a, you know, maybe a Bible verse that you use going into the weekend or week long pageant that you're going to just be reminding yourself along the way? Well, I am very strong in my faith, so I'm a Christian. So one of the biggest things that is going to help me is continuing to read my Bible as if I were at home. That's something that helps me is just having that set routine, whether I'm at home or I'm competing, kind of trying to keep it consistent. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be doing a lot of praying. But I also love a good corny motivational quote. And if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know that because I post them all the time. But they really can get me through my day sometimes. I can set them as my phone lock screen or just repeat them over to myself. And they really help me kind of stay motivated and believe in myself. So I think it's all definitely mental. And going into that competition, I'm going to try to kind of mentally remind myself that I've got it. I'm prepared and just relax and know that whatever God's will is, it's going to be done. So I just need to have a good time and just have fun meeting everybody. Okay, this one is one of those random out there questions because I don't know if Ideals released their judges yet, but if they had not, who would you prefer, any pageant queen out there, if you could be judged by one pageant queen, who would it be? Ooh, I like that one because it requires <laughs> some thinking. So who would I choose? Okay, I think I would go with Kristen Dalton. I love her. She is one of my biggest role models. She is one of my favorite Miss USAs that we've had. And so I think I would definitely choose Kristen Dalton. I relate to her on so many different aspects, but her fashion sense is perfect. If you look on her Instagram, it's just so aesthetic and I love it. But I also just love her faith and how kind of open and authentic she seems. I think that we could connect very well. So that would be a really fun one. But I think that anybody within the pageant world, I definitely look up to so many different people. So I love how it's a surprise so far. We don't know yet. I'm anticipating it. And I'm just so excited to see who it is. Wouldn't that be great if it was her? Can you imagine after this? (laughs) It would be so funny. Or Arbany. I would love for it to be her, our current Miss USA. I mean, Miss USA. (laughs) yeah no I mean she won both she won both back to back but yeah definitely with having because they had L Smith Miss USA judge last year I think that would be definitely someone either having Morgan Romano or even Arbany definitely for a Miss Universe level that would be a killer judge to have at America's Ideal Miss Morgan would also be awesome I actually I didn't get to speak to either of them but I was within their vicinity at Miss Alabama USA and Team USA and I was starstruck. I was, I don't know what I would do if they were in front of me in an interview because I just look up to them so much. And the same thing with Kristen Dalton. So it's just so crazy how these kind of pageant celebrities have the potential to be your judge or to be someone that you get to actually meet. It's just so crazy. And I look up to them so much. It would be so much fun. 
Well, I'm so glad I asked that question. That was the first time I had, but I knew going into America's Ideal Miss, they have really good caliber judges. So literally anyone famous celebrity-wise judge people, they would be amazing judges that possibly could show up to Miss America or to America's Ideal Miss. Crazy yeah. enough. <laughs> I love it. Well, we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? That's a no-brainer. I mean, it's been so awesome to just see myself grow up in pageants. I've actually been competing since I was six, so it's been a whole decade now, which is crazy, and I don't know where I would be without them, but I think one of the biggest aspects of my life that it's helped is kind of taming my extrovertness, if that's even a word, in a way where I'm able to connect with other people. I think that before, and it obviously also comes with maturity, but I was someone I've always loved to connect with people and to just kind of be that people person, like I keep bringing up, just someone who loves to, you know, be out there, be performing. But I think that pageantry has shown me how to kind of polish that up and use it in a positive way, whether it be placing my buddy benches and knowing how to connect with those kids, because I've been around all age groups during pageantry or even in my job interview when I knew how to handle myself and I had kind of those prior skills. I think it's just all around shaped me to be this extroverted person where I can go up to anybody in a room and kind of make friends with them and help them to feel comfortable. That's one of my biggest goals in life is to just treat everybody the way I want to be treated. So I think that pageantry has definitely helped me to do that. That was truly amazing. And Allie, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. If anyone is watching on YouTube, definitely her handle is under her name and it's at Miss Allie Ingram with an I. And so for those out there listening, definitely check any of the captions on the Instagram at Crowning Moment Podcast or under this video on Spotify or any podcasting episode that you're listening on. Um, but thank you so much, Allie, for joining us today on Crowning Moment. This has truly been an amazing episode. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Absolutely. And good luck to you at a nationals. I will be there cheering you on. So I'm super excited to see you because I will be with Pageant Vision TV doing some hosting and red carpets with the America's Ideal Miss group. But for now, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.